Hey guys, welcome to season two of Off Air with Carmen. I'm really excited about this. I was actually going to go one direction with my first episode for season two. However, about a month ago, our pastor, Pastor Aaron Burke of Radiant Church, he preached a sermon on 10 reasons to be an unoffendable person. Y'all, I watched the sermon twice. I watched it the first time, then I watched it the second time, and I took notes. And I reached out to Aaron and asked him if he would join us on the morning cruise. So this podcast to kick off season two is going to sound a little bit different. I've actually gone and gotten the breaks from when Aaron was on the morning cruise. So you're going to hear Dave and Bill as well. But we got so much feedback on this list that I just feel like given the season that we're in and the current climate, there's no better way than to kick off season two than with my pastor, Aaron Burke, on 10 reasons to be an unoffendable person. You guys, y'all are going to love this. And don't worry about taking notes because we're going to have all the notes in the show notes below, as well as the link to the sermon if you'd like to see Aaron preach the sermon. It was fantastic. Here's our conversation with Aaron. So before we get started, I want to say congratulations or happy anniversary, I guess I should say. Today is a very special day. Yeah, today is the seven-year anniversary that my wife and I started our church in the Tampa Bay area. And so we moved there not knowing anybody. And by God's grace, he's built the church. And we've seen right at 9,800 people come to know Jesus in the last seven years. and. God's been doing some good stuff. So. And today is the anniversary. Yeah, September 15th. 20, oh my goodness, 20, seven uh, years. 13 we started. Tell us really uh, quickly about your family. Katie. Yeah, so my wife and I have been married 10 years. Yeah. And so we have four kids um, and one more on the way. Yeah. So crazy thing about my family is yeah. all of our kids are born. We have a July, which is my eight-year-old. Okay. An August is my six-year-old. A September is my four-year-old. And October is my two-year-old, and then I will have a November, which is my new baby. So every single one is 25 months, almost to the day apart. Are you? Oh, so you're a planner, aren't you? I plan things very well. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about, and we I may set it up. We'll go to a song, come back, and get started. But this was probably the first of August. You preached a sermon, Aaron, and it was basically talking about not being offended, learning to not be offendable. I don't know if I'm using right grammar, but y'all know what I mean. You're getting there. Okay. So in the beginning of the year, you did uh, decade-defining decisions, and I think were there four? Mm-hmm. There were four. And one of the one of the four was just learning to not be offended yeah. because we live in an offended culture. And who knew that it would be <laughs> as offended as people are right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, we took it to the next level with this list. We did. Normally, Carmen will bring us some of this material. You yeah, know, yeah. she'll bring it in and she'll share it. But she's like, "This time we're going it's to the source." Be Aaron. Well, gotta I want to say yeah. this: every okay. time you do that yeah. on a Monday or Tuesday, I start getting texts I all the time about it. people that are listening to you. So that means a lot to me. I'll, so I appreciate I that. Love it. Your list of ten. Give it to us. What I wanted to do is I wanted to address the fact that people are so offended today. Yes. You know, we get offended about all kinds of things. We. You wear a mask, you don't wear a mask, you're offended. Mm-hmm. You put a black box on your Instagram, you don't put a black box. You you support the police, you don't support the police. You, it's The church is opening, the church is closing. The schools, the schools are opening, schools are closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, vaccines, you got to think, pro and con, uh, the government, the election. And when you go on Facebook, it just seems like everybody's offended by something. So the Lord really spoke to me 
few months ago through Proverbs 19, 11. Mm. And it says this. It says, good sense makes one slow to anger. That's a really good thing mm-hmm. we should do during this season. Mm-hmm. Slow down to becoming angry. And then it says this phrase, it is to his glory to overlook an offense. Well, I always thought it was to God's glory, but actually that H is a lowercase h. It's to our glory. It's to our benefit to overlook offense. So I want to encourage the listeners, you don't have to always respond. You don't always have to get upset. It is actually to your benefit to overlook offense. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to help my church with this. Mm -hmm. And the same way the Lord's helping me with this. I'm going to make a top 10. We're going back old school. <laughs> David Letterman's yes. top oh, 10 man. list. Yes. We need the orchestra. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, I made a top 10 list of going, okay, if it's to our glory, to our benefit to not get offended, why? So I wrote down the list. Let me go through a couple of okay. them. All right. One, unoffendable people. So I called it, it's to your glory to not be, uh, to be unoffendable. So mm-hmm. unoffendable people have more free time. You ever thought about this? The amount of time you spent researching stuff, responding to that Instagram post, writing back and forth and fighting on Facebook. I wrote out a whole agenda of of one of my nights from four o'clock in the afternoon from my time of getting offended to, you know, nine o'clock that night of going back and forth and arguments and frustration about something that they're not going to change their mind anyway. And then I thought, what if at that four o'clock time, I just chose to be unoffendable and I realized I would have saved hours of mm. my life. Mm. I would have gotten so much more free time. I would have had better time with my kids and better time with my family. So I want to encourage you guys. You will have more free time if you stop getting in those mm. fi- Facebook fights. Stop getting <laughs> offended by your friends. Stop getting so upset by what people said. The Bible says it like this in Ephesians five fifteen: Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise. What a great, great uh, encouragement for us. Then it says this, make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Mm-hmm. I actually think it should say because 2020 is evil. <laughs> Just hashtag 2020 yes. right yes, there, right? exactly. But then it says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Let me encourage you. Not every fight is the Lord's will for you to get into. Mm, say not that again. every fight yes. is the Lord's will for yeah. you to get into. Not every issue are you supposed to fight about. Not every person are you supposed to unfriend because they didn't agree with you. That is not the Lord's will. So how do you know what the Lord's will is? I use this phrase. When in doubt, don't. Mm. When in doubt, don't. So if you're in doubt, should I send this message? We've all had those moments where we write up the message, we, you know, you, you're typing that that text message really hard because you're angry. They didn't show up to your kid's birthday party, or you know, <laughs> they they wrote that post about, you know, that political thing that happened. And when you're ready to respond, if you have a doubt in your mind, should mm. I send this? Here's my encouragement: Don't, don't send it. You will have more free time because you will be unoffendable. So should we go to yeah, another one. Let's do two. All right, yeah. here's the next one: Unoffendable people are well rested. So I got in an (laughs) argument. I really didn't even get an argument. It was a one-way conversation where I just felt really hurt by something one of my coworkers said. Mm. I could not believe he said it this way. Mm. So I went home. I tossed and turned all night long, Mm. thinking of all the things he could have meant by what he said. So I woke up the next morning, barely slept. My eyes are all shot. I'm going to work. And I looked at him, and he walked in, and he looked like he got 12 hours of sleep that night. (laughs) I'm sitting there, and it made me even more mad. I was like, how in the world? I had been thinking about this. 
And then I brought it up to him. I said, hey, I just want you to know how upset I am. And he goes, I have no clue what you would be upset about. He didn't even have a clue. Why? He was unoffendable in this situation. I was offended. Mm -hmm. And what did it do? It cost me my sleep. Mm -hmm. So what I tell people is if you'll learn to be unoffendable, to let water go underneath the bridge, let, I don't even know if that's the right phrase, but you got the idea. Like, don't let things bother you so much. The Bible says, Ephesians 4, 26, don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. So my wife and I put this into practice our first few years of marriage, and there was Three or four days in a row, we never even slept just because we wanted to make sure we were not going like, to go to sleep angry. I don't know, man. Some folks would be awake for years. Yeah. I'm saying. It's true. But the key is, is don't carry it into the next day. Mm. Learn to be unoffendable. I wrote it down in my notes. I said, anger and rest are always at odds. You can't have both at once. Mm -hmm. And so many times people are losing the rest that God has given them because they're so wrapped up in drama Mm. and concerns Mm -hmm. and offense. I tell you today, let it go. Be unoffendable and you'll get more rest in life. Oh my goodness. Here's number three. Unoffendable people have better relationships. Mm. You are created for relationships. And really, you're never going to have a good relationship if you just get upset all the time. I use the example often of if Sally has a problem with Brian and Sally has a problem with Jimmy and Sally has a problem with Rebecca, the issue is Sally. (laughs) Sally, you're the issue. If you're listening, Sally, here's your wake-up call. The problem is not everybody else. You're the problem. So here's what you have to do. You have to learn, if you want to have good relationships, to not get upset all the time. If you're that person, here's what everybody else is thinking. Everybody else is walking around eggshells going, Mm -hmm. what kind of mood are they in today? Are they going to be okay? Or am I going to say something that's going to make them upset? That's not a good relationship. Proverbs 22, 24 Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Mm. Do not associate with one easily angered. So how do we do this? We make it a point to say, you know, I'm not going to be that person in the relationship. In the relationship, I'm going to overlook wrongs. I'm going to have love that covers a multitude of sins. That's 1 Peter 4, 8. So what we've had to learn is even in my marriage, just celebrated 10 years. I feel like I'm an expert now. You know, 10 (laughs) years, double digits. Yeah. And there, I realized not everything is worth fighting about. Not everything is, you can be happy or you can be right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't always have to be, to be right. Like, I've realized your response to people on Facebook and the way you, res, you try to um, win a war, that is going to bring conflict in your relationships. So I just encourage people. You'll have better relationships if you're unoffendable. Can we go to number four? No, yes. Yep. Unoffendable people trust God to avenge them. You want to be unoffendable because you're going to trust God to avenge you. So you don't have to take on the fight yourself. Hmm. You are a son or daughter of God. And as a parent, I've got four kids. My fifth one's on the way. I have a lot of kids. <laughs> Here's what I've realized is that those kids don't have to fight for themselves. Hmm. Their dad's got it. So I was at the pool the other day with my son, Kai. He's four. He thinks he's a dinosaur. So he runs around and growls at everybody. It's very awkward. <laughs> but as he was growling, he was running around after this other kid that was a little bit older, probably eight or nine. Uh, this kid just didn't want to play with him. So finally, the kid turned around and pushed my son to the ground. Well, I stood up next to that pool. 
And man, I, I had my shirt off. I was standing next. I, I didn't have my shirt off before, but I did right then just because I wanted to prove to this kid, you know, I want you to see who you're messing with. And so I'm standing up next to the pole. I go, hey, we don't we don't put our hands on other people. And the kid looked looked at me and threw his hands up. It's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to help my son up. Mm-hmm. What did my son learn at that time? He has a good father mm-hmm. that's looking out for him that will avenge him. Here's what the Bible says. Romans chapter 12, verse 18. If it is possible... As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. That should be your verse for 2020. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. It is written, I will avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. God has got your back. And I know a lot of you guys, out of insecurity or lack of trust in God, we try to respond. So we try to write the post back or we try to send the text mes- uh, text message back mm-hmm. or we try to, you know, fight for ourselves. Sit back and lo- watch God fight for you. You are his child. You will live a better life and be unoffendable if you'll let God fight for you. I do want to ask something before we get to number five. Talking about being offended, just out of curiosity, <laughs> is there anything that makes you irrationally irritated so if i'm at a drive-thru yeah and i pay <laughs> yes and then i go to the next window and yeah. they say uh-huh. hey we need you to pull forward, forward to the parking spot i know as soon as i'm out of sight yeah. i'm out of mind yeah. there's no way i'm getting my food after that moment i get irrationally uh-huh. offended and i need to deal with that with oh the my Lord. goodness so here's mine and this just happened yesterday and y'all know I love me some Starbizzle. I am all about Starbizzle. But what makes me irrationally uh, irritated is when they don't fill it all the way up. It's like there's <laughs> there's lines at the at the top of the cup, and it, so I try to smile and nod, and I'm like, oh, I don't need room <laughs> <I> don't need <laughs> to basically room. say keep you know oh, keep pouring that I'm stuff. I'm assuming man. it's you know, not cheap. Yeah, exactly. So what about Dave, Bill? Do y'all have anything that makes you irrational? Well, I think. Um, you should amend the question to okay. anything untraffic related because okay. everybody gets offended sure. by something in traffic. Yeah, driving slow. On so the I left could line. say that. Yeah, uh, four-way stops and people who don't know the rules. But yeah. uh, probably the thing that makes me more irrationally upset than anything yeah. is hypocrisy. Okay, and people's refusal to so, see it. Yeah, well, that's kind of a legit. Like mine's not. Yeah, mine but I mean, I get legit. like <laughs> I don't know the drive-through. <laughs> I just pretty legit to me. My problem is I can't yeah. let it go. Yeah. I need I to show I, them. I work with you. Why that's hypocritical. I work with you for a long time. I know. That's All pretty right. good. Bill, you well, got well, one? No, but let me ask you this, Aaron. Um, have since you did preach this message, you know, about a month ago. Yep. Um, ha- have you had any feedback on this where somebody said, I didn't realize that I was doing this, that I was getting offended at this, and now this with the sermon I've I've begun to see this now? Do you know, I think the best feedback I've gotten is people going, I was just trying to do what's right, mm. but I didn't realize that me doing this, getting so upset, it didn't need to bother me as right. much as it bothered mm. me. That's good. So I think it's a lot of justice warriors. You yeah. know, I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to prove my point. And I'm just like, hey, nobody's going to change their opinion because of your comment on Facebook. It's true. Right? It's not going to happen. We, we do have that sense, that built-in sense, yeah. that God's image sense of justice mm-hmm. and a we need for it. justice and, we're, and a call to justice. It's that the way we're going about trying to get there is getting all messed up. It's divisive. Mm-hmm. Now it is, It's if you don't believe the way I believe, I'm going to unfriend you online. Our goal is to always be a bridge, not a barrier. 
and mm. our and our <laughs> ultimate goal, and I'll say this as as loving as I can, it's not to who's going to win an election and who's not going to win an election. Our ultimate goal is to win people for Jesus. For Jesus, that's right. And so everything we need to do is going, hey, our primary focus, I spoke last Sunday and I said this phrase, people are not your problem. Mm. People are your purpose. Mm. So mm. don't make people the problem in your life. They're the purpose of your life. So let's make them the focus. And the yeah. only way to do that is to be unoffendable. All right. Five All and right. Six. Number five. Okay. Unoffendable people love God's word. So I had a job at McDonald's. That's why I can speak about <laughs> okay. the fast food industry. <laughs> but I worked at McDonald's and as I got saved at 16 years old, was working at McDonald's. And about a few months in, I was so offended by the way my manager spoke to me in front of my other coworkers. And it just really bothered me. It really hurt me. So I went to one of the youth leaders. She was helping kind of disciple me. And I went to her and I said, I am so offended. He said this to me and he said this to me and I can't even sleep. I don't even want to look at this guy. She said, Aaron, how's your devotional life doing? I said, what are you talking about? She's like, she's like, I don't think you're spending time in God's word. I said, well, I'm offended at that statement. That's not nice at all. She said, no, because here's what the Bible says in Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they which love your law, and nothing shall offend them. Basically, what she was saying is, if you were spending time in God's word, you wouldn't be as offended as you are at other people. So my encouragement for people that are that want to be unoffendable, here's how you do it. You get off of Facebook and you get into God's book and you learn God's law. Mm-hmm. You learn God's word. When you see God's character and God's grace and God's mercy, you read about it all throughout scripture. You realize, man, I have no reason to be offended So uh, because of how great God is. So mm-hmm. unoffendable people love God's word. Mm-hmm. Here's the number six one. Unoffendable people are compassionate. Mm. Now, this one is really important because when you are unoffendable, you're looking at people through the lens of this of this phrase. If they hurt me, it's because they themselves are hurt. Hurt people always hurt people. So I realize in my life that if somebody is hurting me, if someone's lashing out at me, it's not them. It's the hurt that they've endured in their life. Ecclesiastes 7.21 do not pay attention to every word people say, or you may hear some. May you hear your servant cursing you, for you know in your heart that many times you yourself have cursed others. So we know that, man. If we're going to listen to everything that they say, we're going to realize, man, it's actually the byproduct of what they went through. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. So here's what I tell people: is that listen, if people have really offended you, blame it on the enemy. Blame it on the past. Blame it on the fact that they've been hurt. I'm going to walk with a with compassion, understanding that people are only human, that there's only been one perfect person ever, and that was Jesus, and he is now at the right hand of the Father. So if there's people on this earth, they are going to hurt me because they are human. That's realistic. That's life, and I'm going to walk in compassion. Mm. This has been such a great morning. About a month ago, uh, our pastor Aaron, he preached on just not being offended. Just take a deep breath and chill out. Those are my words, not his. (laughs) Those are good words, though. I like that. So we've been going through the list this morning. I don't even know what number we're at. We are at number seven. The whole idea of this is that the Bible says in Proverbs that it is to your glory to overlook an offense. So it's to your benefit to not get offended during this time. Unoffendable people are creative. It takes creativity to give people the benefit of the doubt. 
Um, so my wife is all into the Joanna Gaines mm-hmm. type yes. stuff. Yes. Um, so we bought a house a few years ago, and she tries to remodel it. And it, just because that Joanna Gaines girl, she just has this way of looking at something that is so bad and just making it incredible. I guess her husband does too. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's gifted yeah. also. <laughs> but the idea of it is, is that really people that are unoffendable, they can, we call it, they Joanna Gaines it. Yes. They are able to be creative and understanding that there's probably a reason behind the situation that they don't know about. Be creative in coming up with a benefit of the doubt for people. So I went online the other day and there was a friend of mine who did this political post online about Billy Graham, talking negative about Billy Graham. Now, the listeners might not know who Billy Graham is. Just Google him. You can't find a negative <laughs> thing about Billy Graham. Right, exactly. Like the guy was yeah. followed the Lord, served the Lord, a huge evangelist. And so he put this thing on there, and I immediately got offended. How dare you talk about Billy Graham? And then I thought about it. No, I'm going to Joanna Gaines this thing. Yes. I'm going to be creative yes. because I'm an unoffendable person. Let me give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's talking about somebody else named Billy Graham. Maybe Billy Graham is his neighbor. Maybe he heard some false information about Billy Graham. I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. Here's what we do. We always, for some reason, we judge ourselves by our motives and other people by their actions. It's true. Got to say that one it's again. True. We judge ourselves by our motives because we know our motives. Yeah. But we judge other people's by their actions. Yeah. Give people the benefit of doubt. I, I there's a new phrase. We're going to uh-huh. start it at, at our okay. church at Radiant. Uh-huh. I haven't introduced it yet. I'll introduce it in the next few weeks. It's called we commit a suicide. <laughs> a suicide. You know what that is? We assume negative motives. And what do we do? We kill the relationship. Mm. So because we're not creative. So uh, be creative. Don't commit a suicide in your relationships. Give people the benefit of the doubt. They probably are not trying to be as divisive as as you think they are. All right. Number eight, unoffendable people have better prayer times. Have you ever tried to pray and be offended? It's very difficult. Jesus. Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Yes, we all have. You know, it is hard, yes. What are you doing the entire time? You're sitting there and asking God the whole time. You're like, God, just take yeah. them and, yeah. and, and change them or uh-huh. take them to heaven. Lord, yeah. do anything. But that's not okay. Jesus addressed this on the Sermon of the Mount. He says, if you are offering your gift at the altar, mm-hmm. you know what that means? You're in a time of worship. You're in a time of prayer. And if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, so there's a fence in the relationship, here's what Jesus said, Matthew 5, 24, leave your gift there in front of the altar. In other words, leave the church, leave leave the situation, leave your worship experience and go reconcile to them and then come and mm. offer your gift. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to pray and you don't feel like you're getting breakthrough, here's why. Because you cannot have communion with God and confrontation with man at the same time. Let me say that again. You cannot have communion with God and confrontation with man at the same time. So how do we resolve it? We move away from our communion with God for a second. We resolve our issues. We give it. We make sure that there's no offense in our life. And you watch how your prayer times will drastically be transformed. Number nine, unoffendable people are a witness to the lost world. Mm. Our world needs Jesus right now more than they need so-and-so in the White House or so-and-so elected more than they need you to push that agenda on Facebook. The world needs Jesus. And here's what they should see. They should see a group of people, the body of Christ, 
who are looking at us and they look at us and say they are irrationally forgiving. Mm. They are irrationally loving people. They care for people. They are not holding people's sins and, uh, and issues against them. We are the body of Christ. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. So when we walk in a life that is unoffendable, here's what happens. Mm -hmm. The world notices. They say things like this. I can't believe you didn't get mad when that, when your boss talked to you that way. I can't believe you didn't get mad at your spouse for doing that. How did that person walk out of that relationship with you and you just don't carry around anger and resentment? How did your parents get a divorce and you don't seem to have it affect your heart like it affected me? And you say, here's why. Because I am unoffendable because I know what God has done for me. And that is a witness to the world around us. Mm -hmm. They will want to know the Jesus you know because of how unoffendable Mm. you are. Pastor Aaron Burke, Radiant Church. We are Radiant.com. By the way, seventh anniversary of the church. Seven years ago. Today. Today. Today You came to town and didn't know. Anybody in Nobody, the Tampa not Bay one area. single person. No, we had some family in Lakeland, and so my wife and I started the church, and by God's grace, Here you are. we were four locations, opening our fifth one in January, yeah. and now an online location because of COVID, yes. we were able to innovate through that, yeah. so God's been doing cool stuff. I had people text me all morning across oh, Tampa Bay that are w- listening to us, so it's and, pretty cool. And people are hearing you in Georgia and meeting you for the first time, too, so you can, awesome. if you don't attend church, you can always watch us online at weareradiant.com. About a month ago, you preached on not being offendable. Am I saying that right? Is it two double negatives? Being unoffendable. Being unoffendable. That's it. Okay, I'm from Alabama. Being being unoffendable, <laughs> I can say that. Don't get offended if you're exactly. in Alabama. Oh yes, it is the top ten list of not <clears throat> learning to. Never mind, it's our top ten list. <laughs> and so we've gone through all nine. We're going to have this at themorningcruise.com. It'll be on Instagram. And man, this is I, I. This is it's such a word for this season because we spend so much time and energy just being ticked off all the time. And if so you can upset. just walk around and just let it drop it and let it go yep. and just let things roll off your back like a duck, I mean, it, you really do. It, it's a it's a different way of living. So we've gone through the first nine, and now we are at number number ten. Drum roll, please. And it's simply this: unoffendable people are happy. Mm. I believe God yes. wants you happy. He wants you filled with joy. We are in a time of turmoil right now. But believers, we have a hope and we have a way to experience joy like nobody else does. But you're never going to experience that joy and that happiness if you're always offended. So here's what 2 Timothy 2.23 says. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments. Can you believe the Bible said that? Don't have anything to do with foolish or stupid arguments because... You know they produce quarrels. What is a quarrel? That's a fight. But I don't think it's just a fight externally. Mm-hmm. I think people are fighting internally. Mm-hmm. They are worried. They are concerned. They're losing relationships. They're unfriending people online. Why? Because we're in foolish and stupid arguments. And it says the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. When you make a decision to be unoffendable, you experience happiness in your life. I'll close with this. The Mm -hmm. Bible says that for the joy set before him, Mm. Jesus endured the cross. How did Jesus experience joy in the sense of a time of real turmoil? He's in the midst of 
being beaten and bruised? Well, the Bible tells us how. While he was on the cross, he was at a time that he had to make a decision. Mm. The people who had crucified him were standing right there. And from the cross, Jesus spoke. And what did he say? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus chose on the cross to experience joy by walking in forgiveness. I will not be offended by these people who have hurt me. And if Jesus made that decision, I think we should make that decision. I'm sure there's listeners all over Mm -hmm. that are right now that are thinking of the person that abused them, the person that walked out on them, the person that rejected them, the boss that didn't give them the promotion, the person who put that post online. And you have all the reasons in your mind to go, well, it's worth holding on to. Mm. Can I encourage you? Can I pastor you for just a Mm -hmm. second? It's not worth it. Mm. You will experience so much more joy if you will release that pain, just like Jesus did on the cross, and say, I forgive them, I release it, and what will happen? You will experience happiness in your life. Be unoffendable. The world needs a church that is unoffendable in this time, that's not going to get upset all the time. And it's only going to get worse the next six weeks, by the way. Right. Because we're kind of going up to this thing called the election. Yes. And everybody's going to have an opinion. And I just encourage us, rise above that. Mm. Be Jesus during this season. They need the joy that's inside of you. You'll never have that joy if you're offended all the time. As the body of Christ, we have to lead out in this area. We We just have to. Man, isn't that the best list? And again, we've got the list in the show notes. If you'd like to go print them off, I will tell you I personally have, and I refer to them often. As a matter of fact, one of the terms that has become a standard in my house is, you better Joanna gains that thing up, which now you know what that means. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. I'm very happy to be kicking off season two. If you want the episode just to pop up on your phone or in your feed, make sure you go to Off Air with Carmen and subscribe. Also, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star review, that would be fantastic. That just helps other people outside of our listening area find the podcast. And then you can also follow me at Carmen Brown. And I'd love for you to follow our morning show as well at The Morning Cruise. I'll see you next week on the second episode. And I'll give you a little hint. It's going to be Jules, my coworker Jules. She's going to tell a hilarious story in the beginning of the podcast. And then you're going to hear of a struggle that she's had her whole life. And I know it will encourage you. So I'll meet you back here on Off Air with Carmen next week.